I'm Stefan Siddig, and welcome to American Theatre Artists Online, where we talk with leading contemporary figures in American theatre. If you've been enjoying the American Theatre Artists Online podcast, I urge you to consider donating to help the artists who produce the theatre that we all love so much. The Actors Fund provides assistance to artists to cover basic living expenses, such as food, essential medications, utilities, and more. If you love and enjoy theater, please consider donating to the Actors Fund today. Just go to actorsfund.org and press donate. I interviewed this week's guest live during the keynote presentation of the Virginia Theater Association Conference online. The Virginia Theater Association is one of the largest statewide theater associations in the country, and it's the central resource for connecting, creating, cultivating, and advocating for practitioners of theater in the Commonwealth of Virginia. For more information about VTA or to donate, please go to virginiatheaterwithre.org. Kate Rinders is an actor and singer who has appeared in multiple stage and screen projects. On Broadway, she originated the role of Portia in Something Rotten, played Cynthia Weil in Beautiful, the Carol King musical, and appeared in Meteor Shower, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, Good Vibrations, the 2002 revival of Into the Woods, the 2003 revival of Gypsy, and in Wicked, where she replaced Megan Hilty as Glinda. Kate has also appeared off-Broadway and at various regional theaters across the country. Young audiences may know her best for her TV appearances, especially her portrayal of Miss Jen in high school musical The Musical The Series, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. But now, for what really matters and the reason we're all here and why we're all gathered here tonight, our keynote speaker, Kate Rinders. Yay! Hi! Hi. How, how are you, Kate? I'm good. How are you? Good. So before we start our chat, I wanted to talk a bit about you. You're an actor, a singer who's appeared in multiple stage and screen projects. On Broadway, you originated the role of Portia in Something Rotten. You played yeah. Cynthia Vile in Beautiful, the Carol King musical, and you appeared in several Broadway shows. Uh, too many to list here, uh, but a lot of really interesting ones, including Wicked, where you replaced Megan Hilty as Glinda. Um, you've also appeared off-Broadway and at various regional theaters, but the people logging in today, especially the young people, uh, probably know you best from your TV appearance, especially your portrayal of Miss Jen, the drama teacher, in High School Musical, The Musical, 
the series now streaming on Disney Plus. I watched some last night and I really enjoy it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for watching. I wish I could see you guys' faces, but um, not that joining... you're not beautiful, Stefan. Not that, not that I don't love you, but. Um... <laughs> you get tired of just my face. You need to see no, no. Face. Absolutely. But um, let's talk a bit about your work in, uh, on stage and all the stuff that you've done on Broadway. Um, you've had a variety of experiences there. Um, you've originated roles, but you've also replaced other people when you've come into the role after it's been going for a while, which means, you know, you've learned a lot of different skills, I'm sure. So talk to the some of the students and everyone else listening. Um, what have you learned from being on the Broadway stage so long? There you go. You've got whole- Hi, thank you for doing classrooms. that. Yay, I wanna see you. Hi. A lot of these are whole classrooms of, of oh, students. Awesome, joining. awesome. Yeah. Um, that makes me so happy. Hi, you guys. Oh, cute shirt. Um, okay, so what I can tell you is that um, I started off, well, I mean, when I was a kid, I, I played a lot of boys. I did a lot of the little kid things. And then when I started professionally, my first professional show was the tour of Sound of Music. And I was an understudy for Liesl and Louisa, and I was a nun and a party guest. And then my next show was The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. And I was supposed to be in the ensemble and understudy Kristen Bell, but then they had to get rid of some of the people. So then I became the offstage swing and I covered all the ensemble girls and Kristen Bell. Wow, and that's a lot of work. No, but I was young, so I was fearless. Uh, right. <laughs> now I'd be like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, yes, and then my next job was um, Into the Woods, where I was a standby for Little Red, Rapunzel, and uh, Cinderella, and also some farm animals. And that was the only time I've been on the Tonys, and I was one of the three little pigs. I was the one with the brick. Oh, I remember the three little pigs in that. That's great. See, it was, it was a big addition. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to tell you that. I mean, I really feel like um, I have, you know, gone through the the phases or the steps that you take. And thank goodness too, because I really learned a lot. I mean, if you can if you can swing ensemble parts, that is the hardest thing to do. And you know, there are people. Uh, my friend was just in Wicked, and I think he covered. 12 or 15 men. I mean, it was something insane. Yeah, it takes yeah. a special person to be able to do yeah. that. No, no. Once so you've hard. done that, you can do anything, right? Mm -hmm. So I just want to have a moment of, um, I will forever have major respect for all those people. It is a different, it is, they have to have the skills we have, but plus they have to have these like robot mathematical genius brains. Um, so what else do you, okay, so then, um, so what else what, did you learn in terms of like the actual performing on the stage? Because I think a lot of the a lot of kids uh, listening in want to know sort of what it's like to perform on Broadway um, um, versus some of the regional and all the other stuff that you've done. So what was that feeling like your first Broadway appearance and show? Um, well, I mean, it was a dream come true. Um, you know, I did community theater, I did all the school stuff, and there is, there's just something that it's magical, and maybe it's because you know it's Broadway, but it's also the best musicians, and it's the best dancers, and the best singers, and, and the fact that I just got to be there um, 
I couldn't even believe it. And then I just tried to learn from all the people around me. And, um, and one of my best teachers was Bernadette Peters because um, I'll just drop that right there. Um, yeah, that's a good one to try. Because she was such a wonderful role model in terms of being like the leader of the ship and the mother of the show. And, um, and I like to think that I took some of those mothering skills and I applied it to High School Musical. The musical the wonderful and so the show you did with Bernadette was the 2003 revival of Gypsy right yes yes you're right one. I played one of her daughters not I played June um and and yeah and that actually it was the casting director from Tom Sawyer and Into the Woods and I remember saying to him can I audition to understudy June and he said I'm bringing you in for June and I said oh thank you thank you but um but I mean, it's just one of those things where you build relationships and you need to remember uh, to work hard no matter what your job is and, um, and be nice so that you're a pleasure to work with. <laughs> um, that's one of the things our creator of High School Musical who was actually in Gypsy as well. He was a farm boy. Um, and, but I mean, he talk about a genius brain, um, but, and he actually said that once in a meeting, we had like a cast meeting and he said, guys, at a certain point, everybody is talented. And then it's about who's a pleasure to work with. Ha, huh, so the, you're having a good attitude, being positive, being a team player. Being prepared, yes. Um, being respectful of everyone. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the beauty of theater, isn't it? Is that everybody is working to make this magical moment happen. Um, and we, you know, when we're out in the spotlight, we get to feel extra special, but we're not any more important than the person operating the spotlight. Absolutely. It's actually, they have more power, right? Because they can be like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're in the dark. And it's yeah. funny that, that you mentioned Bernadette Peters as someone who's influenced you and someone who was a mentor to you, because I believe if I'm not mistaken, early on in her life and her career, Bernadette Peters played June in Gypsy. So I she think. probably was looking out for you. Maybe that's it. Because she was like, I know it's going to be real hard. Spin, spin, cartwheel, splitting eight shows a week. That's, that's a lot of work. Okay, great. But let's talk a bit then. I'm sure questions are coming in right now. So I want to make sure I get some of the student questions. Should um, I look at the chat or should I not worry about it? No, don't worry about it. I'll look okay. at it for you. Um, what's been, these are quick rapid fire questions. So we we'll get a lot of them in. What has been your favorite show that you have performed in? I think it might, I think it's something rotten. Um, but no, but actually, but I mean, but Gypsy was just like the best experience all around. Um, but something, something rotten was so fun. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Great show. So Gypsy. I peaked, I peaked early, guys. <laughs> not at all. So um, you talked a bit about some of the joys of your first experience on Broadway. What were some of the hardest parts as a question you're getting involved uh, when you first got on Broadway? What were some of the hardest things um, that you encountered? Um, well, you know, I... And this is, this is interesting, I think, because it's coming up in sports lately, but um, I definitely came from the school of you never miss a show, you push through no matter what, right? And, yeah. um, and I actually, in Gypsy, I tore my sacroiliac, like where my hip meets my spine, and, um, and I 
so I was like, I, I was out of the show for a while. That was really hard because it's hard to take, it's hard to take the time for yourself to let yourself heal when we just want to be doing it, be on stage, right? Um, and we always feel like people are thinking they miss a lot. What's wrong with them? I tore my hip from doing the splits. Right. You're um, like, you're really like, you're like an athlete. Cup. You're like an athlete and you can get injured just like I'm totally, yes. I'm like, I'm totally an athlete. No, but You're really, I mean, yes, but I mean, dancers get injured all the time. I'm sure you've heard of different accidents that can happen at any time. Plus, I mean, talk about germ spreading. I mean, and that's the thing. Oh, and that's the thing I've like learned as I've gotten older. So, mm -hmm. so that happened. And then when I was in Wicked, I, I, I started off in the Chicago company and my foot was hurting, it was bothering me, whatever. I didn't care, I didn't care, I didn't care. Finally, it felt like a burning hot poker through my foot. So I went to the doctor and they said, this was a fracture that could have been a no big deal thing, but you danced on it for another at least month or two and now it's wiggled and now it's, you know, bad. So I think, but you know, it's, this is what- so taking, taking care of yourself and being um, aware of your, your, your self-care uh, and not trying to push through. Yes, and, and reminding yourself that you're not a machine. And even though you might take pride in the fact that you think you can be, because this is something that I had to realize too, our personalities and our bodies are different things. So you can be like, I'm so tough, your personality. I can push through anything. I don't care, personality. Your body can't necessarily keep up with that. Um, so... But also oh. when I'm older too, it's like, you know what, if you, when you start to get sick, if you stay home, not only will you get better faster, but you won't get the whole cast sick. That's very important too. Yes. You don't want to spread you know, it to everyone else. Props, kissing. Yeah. yeah. So taking care of yourself, uh, being aware of your own health and not trying to push through just to, because you feel overly responsible, you know, as, as a person performing and we get that. So, so I appreciate your candor and being honest with that. So we have a question in here about how hard was it for you? So, because a lot of the kids know that you're now on the screen uh, versus on the stage, uh, how hard was that transition for you when you first started being on the screen uh, from being in theater for so long? Yeah. Um, it, it, it was, it was, I was, I mean, I fake it till I make it. Right. Um, I mean, I just tried to, and I think it's, it's helped as I've gotten older. Um, but I tried to, I had to just remind myself that it's the same acting. It's just when you're on stage, you feel it in here, but you have to push it out to amplify it so people can see it out there. And on screen, it's the same feeling, but you just have to feel it and the camera can see it. I mean, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> I think that's a really good way to kind of put the two, you know, to keep the two separate because they're similar, but not the same. Yeah, but the, the, exactly the authenticity has to be there. You know, yeah. just because it's big doesn't mean it's real. And just because it's small doesn't mean it's not exciting. That's a great tip for students listening. Pointing, student pointing phrases right now. That's right, it's all coming, coming through. So um, let's talk a bit about your start in theater. Um, you know, because we've got a lot of young people listening in, they might want to know, so how do you get, you know, to where you got? And I know it's a lot of hard work. Everyone knows that part, but, um, and being sometimes in the right place at the right time. But did you have a mentor or someone, you mentioned Bernadette, even prior to Bernadette Peters, um, was this something you always wanted to do when you were younger, singing, dancing, acting, or did you have a mentor or someone in theater who helped lead that way? I had, 
had, I have a lot of men. I would say I've had many mentors. Um, but yes, I, I was surprised you guys. I was very small for my age. I was a very late bloomer. And, um, and so dancing and singing and, um, those things I always loved doing and I could do them no matter, you know, what my size. And then I, um, I was doing like a summer camp thing and the head of the summer camp said, you know, they're doing gypsy at the, at the regional theater. Do you want to audition to be a kid? And then, so yes, of course. And then that producer of that theater, which no longer exists because he passed away and it, I mean, he, he made it happen. But so, um, he, he then started doing shows for kids every summer. And um, so the next year I, I auditioned and I was Annie. And then he did, um, what else did he do? Secret Garden, Wizard of Oz, you know, all the things. So I was very spoiled in that I had this amazing local Summerstock theater and they would get a handful of equity people and they would get professional directors to come in. So when I did The Secret Garden, it was the assistant from the Broadway production who directed it. Um, and when I did Gypsy, Rita Moreno played Mama Rose. So I, oh, that's I so cool. I oh, know. What a great experience. I played a boy. It's one of, you know, that was one of the ones that I played a boy. I was the sailor. I did some, I did cartwheels again. Um, yeah, yeah I, I was in Baby June. We had the Baby June from Broadway. Wow. I, I mean, what a great experience. I was so lucky. I was so well, how, lucky. How old were you at this point? You were like, I uh, was 12 when I was in Gypsy. And then 13 when I was Annie, but you guys, I was thinking like, did not look 13, you know, I was, but see, my fever, but it worked in my fever. And, um, no, but I was, so I was so, so, so lucky because I had him. And then I made these relationships with different people. So actually my daddy Warbucks from Annie, um, when I, uh, first went to New York, he introduced me to his agent. So I don't have a normal story and I'm sorry because, but I can tell you that, um, that you can take all different paths because for instance, when we were in Gypsy, one of the farm boys, he had gone to the open, I think it was the non-equity, open non-equity call and he was on Broadway. So it can happen and, and that's harder work. And I'm sorry if that's where you're gonna have to start but it's not impossible. The cream. Well, there are many, yeah. like you said, there are many different paths. Yeah, absolutely. There are many and different paths. Yeah. And, and now things are so different than then because now you can make self tapes for everything. So I know you can, you yourself can keep an eye on what's happening and what auditions are happening. And, and um, so, I mean, I don't even know that world because I'm too old, but um, no, you're not. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say, so you, you, you had some, you built some working relationships early on in your career that were yeah. then fruitful. What I always say to people who say, oh, someone helped you or someone, you know, you knew someone and that's why, yes, but that person wouldn't help you if you weren't good at what you did. So yeah. people don't, people really help if you're kind and if you're good at what you do, and then people do, um, you know, help you out and recommend you. And I think yeah. that's good. Well, think about it. You don't want to vouch for someone who's going to make you look bad or, you know, let down the person you're recommending that person to. So, yeah. So it's all about hard work and showing up and, and being nice. That's wonderful. Let's talk a bit about how you like to work when you are in rehearsal, um, whether it's for um, 
you know, the high school musical TV show or whether it's for uh, Broadway, what are the things that you enjoy um, in terms of collaboration? What kind of collaboration do you like when you like to work with other creatives to create the show? What means good collaboration for you? Well, I mean, I've, and I've also had all the different experiences and I think you mentioned that. So, you know, in Something Rotten, I got to be a part of when they were putting it together and I got to try out different things with John Cariani and we would say, oh, is it funny if we do that? Oh, that's not funny. Oh, this, oh no. You know, so I really got to, um, you know, like put my stamp on it. I mean, if you know Something Rotten, Christian Borel, like he, he made Shakespeare. It was amazing to watch, um, but so so that was great because I had a voice and and I got to be a part of it. Um, when I did, you know, doing something like Wicked, and also early on with Wicked, and I was so young when I did it, so I don't know if this would be true now, but it was something that existed and rehearsal. Well, actually. When we did it in Chicago, we did rehearse as a show because it was a whole opening up a new thing. But when you go in to replace something, like when I went into Beautiful, your rehearsal sometimes is watch the show. You can walk around this, you can walk around the rehearsal room that has the tape on the bottom, like with the stage manager. Then you can walk around the stage with the stage manager. Then you can do your scenes with the person you're gonna do them with. And then you're on, you're in the show. I mean, it's fast, but it's, it's really exciting when it happens. Um, and, but okay, sorry, I'm, I'm being long winded, but so for theater, what's great, whether you're, um, sometimes you have more rehearsal than others, right? But you always do have rehearsal. And that's something about a show that you know where it's going. Your character has a journey. It's the same journey and you can find other, you know, better things within it, um, but it's something that you can really polish. Now with TV, we get the scripts, we do a table read where it was on Zoom this whole past season. And, um, and we just read, you know, we read the script, then they go back, they change things. Sometimes they don't give us our new lines until the night before we're shooting. I do not like that when that happens um, because I am a person who, especially with TV, um, I need to know my lines so well because there is no rehearsal. I mean, you know your lines, but then you show up and they say, okay, so this is where the cameras are going to be. This is the set, how it's going to be, which you don't know till you get there ready to shoot. And then, um, and they say, okay, so in this scene, you're going to be at your desk and we want you to be looking at your computer until here. And then we want you to open your script until here. And then we want to close your script and then stand up and walk around. But the thing is you do it this angle, you do it that angle you do it closer, you do it farther, and it has to be the exact same thing. You have to take your pencil and move it over here at the same time you did it the last take, which there's no rehearsal to like get it in your body. You know, like a show, you're, you're blocking your stuff becomes, you know, muscle memory. Um, but on, on a TV show, there's no such thing. Um, I mean, I guess they could edit around you, but like the professional thing to do is to be able to do that. And I was always just like, I can't worry about my lines because I'm trying to worry about my pencil. Um, but I don't know if you'll notice that if you watch it. If, if you if you watch the show and we're all doing like businessy things, you can think about it and think, oh, that wasn't just like spur of the moment I was allowed to do that, especially if it's you know with a prop and stuff. But um, 
But the different thing is, like I was saying, the journey of a show, you know what it is. The journey of a TV show is so awesome because you don't know where it's going and you don't know what they're going to give you episode to episode. So what they sort of, who they sort of thought Miss Jen was in the beginning of season one, and then what they revealed in season two, they weren't really the same things, but that was because it evolved. Um, so so that's that's the difference, but they're both wonderful. Thank you well, so you much. That was, Sorry. No, that was wonderful. I was really listening in because you really did a great job at describing the difference between theater and what it is to work in on a TV show, on an ongoing TV show like High School Musical, the musical, the series that you are now on, on Disney Plus that's streaming right now. You guys can watch it right now. It's on um, seasons one and two, and I believe season three has been renewed for a season three coming mm -hmm, soon. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's talk about that show because that's really what a lot of the people, young, especially the young people listening in want to hear about. Um, your experience playing Miss Jen uh, the drama teacher in High School Musical, the musical, the series. You've um, already told us a little bit about the sort of the technical aspects of how difficult it can be with uh, continuity and the props and making sure that things are in the right place at the right time. The things that maybe people don't think about because they're so focused on the acting. You've got to do acting on top of that, right? Um, the show's recently been renewed for a third season. So what can you tell us about this series, the role, how it's evolved, what you have learned, maybe about the acting side or the character or working with the kids and any fun behind the scenes stories, which people always like to hear. So tell us what uh, you have. I don't have any behind the scenes stories. Um, <laughs> so so what do you, you wanna know about Miss Jen's journey or just? Yeah, let's talk first about her journey sort of from season one or two. Or yeah, the, she, yeah, how it grew. Well, um, where's she gonna go? Yeah, actually at the beginning, it was also the launching of Disney Plus. And so they didn't know what it was going to be. They didn't know what the tone of our show was supposed to be. In the beginning, they sort of said, it's PG-13 and we want to push the envelope a little bit. And then they sort of started pulling it back. Um, so in the beginning, it was more of, oh, Miss Jen came back because of some scandal, right? And then in season two, we find out, no, Miss Jen decided she realized being a teacher was where her heart was. And so she came back on purpose to be a teacher, not because she failed or something, but because she, she you know, had a new dream, um, which I really, which I really like. And, you know, that happens with a lot of our characters. And I think they don't know, that's like I was saying, you don't know what the arc's gonna be because they're making it up as we go. Um, and, and so yeah. Any any oh, fun, any fun behind the scenes things that you can share with us and, you know, good stuff, fun stuff. Who's, who, who's the most fun to, 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 to be with and to hang out with, or you probably don't even have much time to hang out. No, with. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you stuff, but you, you did not hear this from me. Um, <laughs> so Josh Bassett is awesome. He, he, every morning he will, after his coffees or whatever, he will walk in with his portable speaker and he will choose something on his phone. Um, and it's always different, normally upbeat, but it's just, you know, to, hey, bring everybody together to have a moment um, to start on the same page and, you know, have a moment of just loving our lives. And, um, and I think that's so great because he really, you know, he really rose to the place of being the lead of, I mean, like, uh, I'm not saying this right, but he took on the responsibility of being the leader, I guess I should say, 
um, because when you are a leading role, you know, that's, that's part of it. It's not just the show you're the lead, it's off stage or off screen. And, um, and he does a really good job of that. And then when we were done with the season, he gave a beautiful, you know, speech on behalf of us, which was great because, you know, we did it in COVID and it was so weird. Um, and our crew worked so hard and behind masks and shields and things and just, you know, a crazy experience, but we all got through it together. Um, what else can I tell you? I can tell you that Frankie and Joe are, okay, Frankie plays Carlos and Joe who plays Seb are the cutest in real life. That is how they are. They are together and they are the cutest. And, um, and they both just, Frankie makes me laugh so hard. Um, and they both just have hearts of gold. I mean, I don't know how that happened. We don't have a bad seed in our cast. And I don't know if somebody had a sixth sense about it or something, but we all, we have great kids. I think it's probably, but also, you know, you're there too playing the drama teacher and you are the adult, quote unquote, one of the adults, there are others, uh, characters play adults, um, <clears throat> but you are the drama teacher leading the kids and it's really fun to watch. I mean, if um, you want to give me the credit for them being wonderful, I love that. At least on screen, that's what we're gonna we're gonna take away for the on screen. But as you said, they're they're wonderful off screen, and they seem to be wonderful colleagues as well to work with. So that's really great to hear. Um, someone just popped a question in the chat, and I'll go ahead and ask it, even though I, I think it's a hard one to answer. But here we go. Do you prefer stage or screen better now that you've been working really um, successfully in both mediums? What is there a slight preference for one over the other for any reason? Well, I've got to say, I am so lucky because with High School Musical, it's the best of both worlds. So now I'm really spoiled and that's what I want to do um, because <laughs> I, have, I have a son and um, when I was on Broadway with a tiny child, that schedule is really hard. And then I have other Broadway moms who say when they're in school, that's really hard because they're gone all day, but then you're gone at night and you're gone on the weekends. So the schedule of TV, I think is, is um, easier when you have a family. Um, but there's something about a live performance that you get that instant feel, you know, the feeling from the audience. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, so High School Musical, I get both uh, I get both worlds. I still get to sing sometimes. I still get to um, be a little larger than life. And and yet, I mean, I just, you know how I was talking about the acting and the, the projecting and the small. I think I really love the smaller. I'm really having a great time exploring the smaller acting. And maybe it's because I'm a mom now that my heart cracked open or something, but I just, I feel like I have, I have more to share from there. That's such a wonderful, wonderful comment. Thank you, Kate, that's great. So um, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to um, just give people an opportunity. Uh, if there's any last questions people wanna pop in the chat, this is, you, this is your chance, folks. Um, but before that, um, if you can just let us know that if there are a lot of young people on here that wanna know, uh, what you're doing and what you're involved in. Obviously, High School Musical, the musical, the series streaming now on Disney+. Plus. You can watch it right now. As soon as we're done, I'm going to go watch uh, the third episode of, of season one because now I'm hooked and I you didn't give too many spoilers. So I'm, I'm going to go in and listen to the rest. But um, um, how can people stay updated? Can they follow you? Is there a social media? Is there an Instagram? Are you one of yeah. the person that likes? Tell us. Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at Kate Rinders. 
very simple. And, um, and yeah, and, and then yeah, message me or something on there. I mean, you guys, I love, I wish, like I said, I wish I could see all your faces because I was once you and I love doing theater when I was your age and, and you guys, I'm here now, you can do it too. Two more, two more quick questions and then we'll let you go, okay? Because I know you've got a lot on your plate. So um, do you listen to Olivia Rodrigo's music? What a question. Yes, of course I do. It's wonderful. <laughs> you guys, when, when we did the table read of the episode that her Rose song is in, um, it's in season two, Stefan, so you haven't, you haven't seen it yet, but, I'll get there. Um, but they, they asked her to write it, but we did the read through and, um, and I, I didn't know that she had written it. We didn't know. They didn't tell us at first. And I thought this is such an amazing song. The lyrics are so sophisticated and wonderful and the structure. And I was just so impressed with the song and it was hers, of course. She's a prodigy, I think is what they call it. Well, that's very, that's very nice of you. And she is, she is wonderful on the show for, for such a young person. So uh, questions are coming in really fast. So we'll do like oh, rapid fire yeah, kind of sorry, stuff. Kid, kids want to know a ton about you. Uh, what has been your favorite role you've played on Broadway? And why? You mentioned a little bit about Gypsy already, but other and Portia, but what else? Are there other roles that you really enjoyed playing? Um, yes, I really love playing Cynthia Weil because that was the first time I felt like I really played a smart woman. A great role, wonderful role for you. Um, would you like to perform in any other on-screen shows? Which I thought was a really interesting question. Like if you had your druthers and your dream and you, you could put it out in the universe, what would you want? Uh, for you next on TV, you know, you're already busy. You've got a, yeah. you've got a gig, but um, if you were to get another gig, what else would you want? Well, I would love to do a sitcom, which I have done before, but, um, but talk about the best of both worlds. Um, the sitcom, you have the live audience and it is like you're making a new play every episode. So um, I need a musical sitcom. There you go. That's a great idea. If you watch like Schmigadoon and those shows that came on, those weren't really sitcoms or like a series, but a musical sitcom would be great for you. Absolutely. We'll put that out into the universe and make sure that it happens. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. And all these, and all the kids listening in, write in, write into the, all the stations and tell them and TV and all the, the streaming services and say, we want a, a musical sitcom with Kate. Yes. Awesome. Kate, thank you so much. It's been so wonderful having you here at Virginia Theater Association's keynotes Q&A and our, our chat with you. Thank you for being so down to earth and so easy and approachable to talk to. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. And I, we wish you all the best on High School Musical, the musical, the series. Everyone's cheering for you over there. Hi, I can and, see you. I can see you. Yay. And they are going to be watching you on Disney+. Plus. It's streaming now, folks. So watch it now. Thanks so much, Kate. Hey, Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the American Theater Artists Online podcast. This episode was edited by Zach Walsh. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider donating to the Actors Fund today. Just go to actorsfund.org and press donate. If you'd like to share your feedback or send us comments, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at American Theatre Artists Online.